Hi, and welcome to the DIY Photo Organizing Podcast, focusing on topics to help you with your photo management. I'm Chantelle from Photos in Order. And I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. Hi, Chantelle. Hello, how are you? I'm really well, really good. Um, so today, today we're talking about courses. I'm so excited. Oh, no. <laughs> I really am. I'm really looking forward to this episode. Okay, so today we're talking about DIY photo organizing courses. And we've been um, on the lookout <laughs> for the best courses that we believe um, we could offer to our listeners. Um, and we've put together a, a new page on our website, which is um, called Courses. <laughs> How surprising is that, Chantelle? <laughs> um, but what we've done is we've put together um, a, a list. We've got three course creators that we just believe are experts in our field mm -hmm. and that we thought would be most suitable to um to you our lovely listeners um and so that's what we have done mm -hmm. we have and we thought instead of hearing from us about them and probably every other word would be you know raving and amazing <laughs> awesome <laughs> <laughs> we thought it's actually best those who created the courses tell you about themselves. So that's why we've invited Adam Pratt from Chaos to Memories, Caroline Gunter from the Swedish Organizer, and Casey von Stein, who you might know as Miss Freddie, to tell you about their courses. Okay, so next up, we would love to welcome Adam Pratt from Chaos to Memories. I'm thrilled to be able to introduce Adam um, and have him come on today and talk about his fabulous courses. So to jump straight in, Adam, could you please tell us a little bit about just yourself, how you got started in this fabulous industry um, and uh, just what your courses are all about, please? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for the invitation. Uh, it's a thrill uh, to join you and I've been looking forward to this. Um, I think before I even talk about the courses, it's maybe helpful to understand what we do at Chaos to Memories because we have a bunch of online courses. Uh, we work from Chicago um, and we have clients mostly around the US and most of what we do for them is uh, scanning uh, photographs of all kinds, negatives and prints and so on. We do a lot of video conversion and we do a lot of digital organizing and we turn that into a searchable family photo archive. And the reason I wanted to mention that is because of the extent of the work we're doing, while I'm serving my clients, I'm also thinking about their kids and their grandkids, right? We're really trying to build something that lasts, not just years, not just one or two software versions or something like that but literally lasts for generations and becomes really this legacy thing that they can pass down to tell their family story. And so with that in mind, everything we do is really focused on like open standards. It's not just tied to like one phone or one app or one like Mac or Windows or anything like that. Um, and so that's the kind of work that we do. And because of that, that carries through to all the courses that we have online. Um, you know, we don't really have stuff about, you know, we do teach software, but we really focus on, you know, building something that lasts. Mm. Fabulous. It's such a great, and, and I um, haven't, having taken many of your courses, <laughs> um, you. I can definitely, you know, feel the heart behind that. And that's, uh, that's true to, I think also the detail that you go into, which is fabulous. Um, before we go into the courses, can you just tell us a little bit about your background um, and where you come to, you know, what you bring into the courses yourself personally? Yeah. So hindsight is always helpful, right? <laughs> I never saw this coming, but looking back, it makes perfect sense. Um, I've got about 25 years in like high tech and technology. Um, I have been a photographer for even longer. Like most of my life, I've had whether it was a film camera or a digital camera, or a video camera, I've always had a camera in my hands. Um, and I've also done a lot of teaching. I've taught courses, I've taught around the world, universities and colleges and companies all over, including Australia. That was a highlight, fun trip for me. <laughs> um, 
but but it's that intersection of photography and technology and teaching and um, pandemic has been hard for me because I'm a big extrovert. I love being with people. So that combination is a little bit about my background that then I bring into the work that we do and the and the courses as well. Fantastic. Yes, excellent. All right. So could you please tell us um, the types of courses that you have and who the real sort of target, what sort of, you know, from the listeners that we've got a lot of DIY people that have got a range of different projects that they've got on that are needing help in a whole range of different areas. Um, Just sort of the types of courses and who they're really targeted to be able to reach and benefit. Absolutely. So I'll be honest and say that me, and my employee, we're kind of the first target. Like we're, the, we're like the first audience because I need to make sure my employees are trained, that we're working consistently, we're doing good quality work. So um, that's like always like kind of the, the first selfish purpose in all these courses to document these workflows. Because as you guys know, organizing photos is tedious. Um, it's really important and I love it. Uh, but you want it to be as efficient as possible, right? So, and I want my staff to be as as efficient as possible. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have them in mind first. Um, And when I started doing courses a couple of years ago, uh, the primary audience that I had in mind uh, beyond that was other professional photo organizers, right? All over the world. And that's been true. And folks all over the world have taken the courses and we get great feedback. Um, And then there's been kind of a surprising shift, uh, maybe in the last year, maybe partly because of the pandemic, because people have some time on their hands that they didn't have before. They're not traveling, they're not going out to dinner, and they're thinking about what's important. And so we've had more of what I, you know, would consider like the DIY crowd um, signing up for our courses as well. Um, And I will say just in, you know, truth in advertising, I would say most of our courses are pretty advanced, right? They're not, they're not rocket science. You don't have to have a, you know, an engineering degree or anything like that, but um, they're more on the advanced side. We do have some more basic courses, some foundational courses that um, have gone really well. Um, But, you know, in a nutshell, I'd say, you know, the, the professional organizer or the serious organizer, right? Somebody who really wants to do this well. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And I would say that too, having done a few of your courses that it's most of them are probably not for, you know, pure beginners. Yeah, but they are, I love them. They're really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. Talking for myself here, <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, some of the feedback that I get very consistently is um, about how thorough I am, right? Yeah. Like, because again, we, we do this work, we do this work every day and even training my employees, I see the mistakes that they make, right? I see the things that they struggle with. Um, and so I can, I try to preempt those things and say, hey, I know this is gonna be confusing. So let's take it slow or let's go in detail or you know, whatever to get the, and to really get two things across. One is I always try to explain why, like I don't want you to just learn software that's, that's incomplete to me. I want you to understand why. And then once you understand why you're doing something, then we can talk about how you're going to do it, right? That combination is always in the back of my mind. Yeah, perfect. So let's jump in. Can you tell us the first, like, what's your main sort of, I don't know if you've got a flagship, you know, sort of a course that you would say gives a really good foundation or just some sort of highlights and key ones, which uh, where would you sort of start with, with that? Yeah, so um, that's, I appreciate you asking. Um, probably like our capstone course, if you will, would be our organizing photos with Lightroom course. So it's really the end-to-end workflow that we use with every client. So we love when our clients hire us to do projects. Sometimes they're not gonna, but they want to do it on their own, or other photo organizers want to work, uh, want to learn the workflows that we've revised, like literally over twenty-plus years of doing, you know, this work. And so the Lightroom course is a very popular one. Um, In a little bit different vein, we've got a camera scanning course, um, which is, um, you know, buying some more expensive camera gear and so on, but the ability to get really high quality scans way faster than any gadget or flatbed scan or anything you might have, you know, that you might be familiar with. 
Um, so those are pretty popular and definitely more like on the advanced levels. Um, but to, like two or three others that come to mind real briefly. One, there's one course about Adobe Bridge, which is more of a beginner course. It's, uh, it's great free software for Mac and Windows from Adobe, it works really well. So you can just learn some photo organizing basics and it's a super cheap class. Um, we've also got a basic course about like metadata. I'm sure you guys talk about metadata a bunch. It sounds yeah. kind of technical and nerdy, but it's not too intimidating. So we've got a, like a basic course about metadata, just like what is this stuff and how does it work? Yeah. Um, and we've also got one just about file formats. It sounds kind of basic, but there's so many things. You see, you see .mp4, .mov, .mp3, like all these file formats. And that sometimes they can be confusing, like just figuring out what that stuff is. Should I keep it? Should I delete it? Should I convert it? Like, what do I do with all this stuff? So that's another popular one that's kind of on like the foundational side. Mm. And what about if people are trying to organize their printed sort of photos or finding out what to, how to go about that? Yeah, so uh, probably their best course for that um, is what we call the easy index scanning workflow. Because if you've got all those physical photos, if you're going to keep them long term and you're going to preserve them and share them, you got to get them scanned. Yeah. A lot of people will start scanning them. And I'm like, that's exciting, but you've got to think about what's next. Like, what, what are you going to do with them all? Right. Yeah. And so that's where that easy index scanning workflow course comes in that helps you take all that mess of photos and yeah. turn them into a chronological system. And you can also ensure that all of your physical photos and your digital photos that you've scanned that they all match up because otherwise it's like you take a bunch of crazy physical photos and then you end up with a bunch of digital chaos right and that i guess it's good that you scanned them but that doesn't really feel good you're right <laughs> yeah. we see that happen sometimes don't we yeah yeah no. true well true true story this was this was crazy my one of my craziest situations early on when i was just starting my business a couple of years ago, I had a client who she took her photos and she separated the negatives from the prints, not the worst thing, except she didn't have any system for merging them back together. Oh. And then she took the negatives and sent them off to a company to have, have them scanned. And then she got them back. So what she had was like 12,000 prints, 12,000 negatives, 12,000 digital files, but no system to keep them in sync. And it was nuts. It was just nuts. And we actually, I used the, the easy index scanning workflow even after the fact to merge it all together, right? It was just, how do you make sense of this mess? Um, so it's a, it's a good system. If it can handle that, it can handle anything. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good system. I've tried that myself too. Yeah, I use it myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so one of the things that we come across that is always just in our lovely little industry is these beautiful videos, videos either that have like videos, files and dates yep. with videos and trying to find ways to sort of merge them into our photo library. Do you have something that covers that? I <laughs> do. Um, so it's funny if for all the DIY folks listening, if you if you can't get the vibe here, um, video is difficult. <laughs> like it's kind of a pain for us photo organizers. Yeah. Photo organizers know what we're talking about. Like, uh, no, you don't have videos. I'm just doing your photos. Forget about the video. <laughs> <laughs> there's just there's so many more formats, right? With 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 photos, it's like TIFF or JPEG. What do you want, right? Yeah. But with video, there's so many more formats. There are a lot more platform specific, like Mac versus window issues. And generally the worst part of it tends to be the dates. They get messed up so easily and they're a pain. So we do a lot of video conversion. Um, and one of the courses that we have, it's pretty specialized, but it's kind of like one of my favorites. It's all about fixing dates of photos and videos. And it's kind of my favorite because it took me so long to figure out. <laughs> um, it took me like years to figure out this problem. And now literally there's stuff that either, like you said, Fiona, like I would just like not do because it was just so hard or so expensive. It would take so long. And now, you know, stuff that used to take weeks, I can do like in three hours, yeah. like to be able to like convert those files from crazy formats, keep the dates correct, 
make them merge in with all the photos. It's, it was pretty groundbreaking. I was pretty pleased with myself when I figured that out. And I thought, I can't be the only person that needs to solve this. So I turned that into a course too. We are glad that you did solve it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks from, from everyone. Um, now, yeah, Adam, you've got a whole variety of different courses. Now, if people take your courses, what sort of support do they get during the course? And after, you know, these days it sort of became standard that you have lifelong access to courses and that they're being updated if software changes happen and so on. So how do yep. you stay in touch with them or they with you if they struggle yep. or have questions? Yeah, absolutely. So um, some of the courses are different. So uh, for example, you know, we talked about like the foundational digital format stuff. There's, there's not a lot of course support for that because it's, it's just a lot of information. We also include, gosh, like a gigabyte of sample files or something so you can play and learn. Um, but for more of the advanced courses like the camera scanning course, the Lightroom course, uh, the Easy Index scanning course, all of those have private Facebook groups. So if you're a student of those, um, you can join that private Facebook group and there's me and all the other students there. Um, sharing their experience, asking questions, sharing their wins and their victories. And so those uh, work out uh, really well. And to your point, Chantal, all of the, um, all of our courses, you know, there's no like sign up date. Uh, um, they're just always open. You can sign up anytime and there's no deadline. You can take it um, at the pace that you want. And I have some folks say, I've watched that course five times. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they'll just go through it or they'll revisit the lessons that they need to refresh on. And it's always available. Um, and again, I mean, we're talking all the way around the world. We literally have students all around the world. So like the, the time is always right. Like you can watch a day, night, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. awesome. Fantastic. That's great. So good. Um, and I think it's so important because, you know, if, if someone is reaching out to be able to, you know, learn then inevitably questions come up <laughs> so um you know it isn't just a sort of a straightforward thing in the in those more complex types you know from a start to finish type workflow which is really good so what kind of feedback you know and just sort of just to give some of the listeners a bit of an idea of sort of what benefits what they could expect to get out of some of the courses what sort of feedback and results have you sort of heard back from your courses and yeah, um, so you want, if you want to know the truth, um, my dad, for most of his career, was a trainer in his company, in the company he worked in. And so in a way, I've kind of followed in his footsteps, it's a very different industry, right, but kind of both trainers at heart. And so whenever I get course feedback, or I teach at a conference or whatever, I always share that feedback with him. And he's always kind of delighted to see it and kind of pats me on the back, which is nice. And, and we kind of connect on that. Um, so and, and the feedback that we do get on the courses is just overwhelmingly positive, And I'm really grateful for that. Um, some of the common themes are um, just an emphasis on like the thoroughness of the courses. Um, how methodical I am um, just in working through the content. Uh, sometimes folks will come and ask a question. I'll say, I'd be happy to answer that. But if you just watch one more lesson, right? Like <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I've really planned it out to be thorough. So I just say, you know, work through it. If you have questions like, hey, let's talk. Um, but normally they're answered and you kind of work through. Um, and so those are some of the common themes, just the clarity, the thoroughness, how methodical it is. Um, and we, we get great feedback, which is really encouraging. That is brilliant. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening, for, you know, listening to the, to the people that have questions to be able to even create courses like this, because that's really where it comes from is, is hearing, oh, there's a need out there yeah. and, and you solve a problem. So, you know, thank you for doing that and creating these courses. So um, it is, uh, you know, we're thrilled to be able to have you on our, um, our resources page for courses to share with the listeners. So um, we just, uh, we're thrilled to have, have Adam Pratt and Chaos to Memories as a part of our um, selection on there with the DIY photo organising podcast. So thank you, Adam. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank so you much. both. I appreciate the invitation and thank you for running this podcast. It's an awesome resource for all of us uh, and I really appreciate it.
Wonderful. Well, thanks again and we'll chat soon. Our next wonderful um, course that we would love to talk about, um, we are thrilled to invite back to the podcast, Caroline Gunter from The Swedish Organizer. So welcome back, Caroline. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here again. Yeah, wonderful. So let's just jump straight in. Um, if you could just share with others, just firstly, a little bit about yourself and sort of how you got into organizing um, and just how you find, you know, what you're doing and helping others with organizing their photos through your courses. Mm -hmm. Sure. So uh, in the early 2000s, I worked as a photographer and um, loved it, obviously. Uh, so much fun. I love photos in general. Uh, and one of my biggest hobbies was also genealogy. And it obviously has been since I was a teenager. Uh, and so then um, I obviously just decided to combine the two. And it's like the perfect match. <laughs> when I started my business, it was just uh, one of those aha moments that I have of why don't I just combine my, my two loves of photos and family history and um, just make this, make this something really great. Uh, and then uh, in 2015, I started um, creating courses, uh, put my first course out then, but DPO Pro, which is the course uh, I'm talking about today, um, was born in 2016 and it's been going ever since we're we've just celebrated five years <laughs> that's fantastic so yeah. yeah we'd love to know about the course but what sort of what made you start to get into a course creation process yeah I just got to a point where I was extremely busy um, with one-on-one -on -one work and I just wanted to help more people in a better way and I also found that a lot of the questions that I got were the same questions and they came over and over and over again. And it actually started more as a tool for myself to be able to answer the same questions over and over again in a more efficient way. And then eventually um, I said, you know, this could really be of use to so many more people. So let me just translate this and make this into a course. Fabulous. All right. So tell us all about it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you cover yeah. and who's sort of the ideal person that would be, you know, that, that would be, this would be suited for? Yeah, absolutely. So I think this is a great course for anybody who is beginner to intermediate, who doesn't necessarily understand the difference between backing up and syncing, who are sure about uh, maybe the program that they're using, but not sure what else is out there. Um, perhaps they're not sure which program to pick. I actually find that a lot of people join the course because they're so overwhelmed with all the options that are out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I go through and compare um, some of the most major uh, programs and services and explain what the difference is and, and why people might choose one over the other. And I feel like that part clears up a lot of things for a lot of people. Um, so it's really a very holistic look at photo organizing. And then um, I also found during my research that a lot of my clients uh, preferred to just organize their photos in folders on their computer because they were afraid of a lot of the programs that were out there. And they felt like it was very intimidating to dive into them because they didn't want to make the wrong choice. So uh, what I actually did was I marketed in such a way that you can go through it and of course, organize your photos completely in your operating system. But then I also say to them, look what else you can do when you have a program that is perfect for you. So I actually also within the course teach photo mechanic, Apple photos and Adobe Lightroom, but they're not necessarily focusing on that part until they're a bit into the process. I like that. Fabulous. That's really, really good. Especially because you're so right. There are so many people who don't know what's out there and what is right for them. Um, yeah. And it can become really complex quite quickly and overwhelming. At right. The yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I focus on the process of organizing photos so people understand the flow of 
one thing to another, like between devices and between technology, between different platforms and computers and whatever you want to call it, whatever else is out there. Um, and I focus on that entire process. And then the tools become interchangeable because when you understand how the whole world fits together, then if you need to switch from a Mac to a PC, it's not a big deal any anymore because you know what to expect and you know how to prepare for that change. So um, I've had plenty of people who actually had a program that they loved, got into the course and then realized it was completely wrong for them. And then they ended up switching, but because they then had all of the understanding of the entire process and what's out there, they knew how to make that switch. Yeah. So when they're in the course, um, Caroline, if they have questions along the way, what sort of support do you offer in the course um, to handle those questions? Yeah, so uh, for anybody, we have a dedicated support email, which is support at the Swedish You'll get an answer very quickly through there. Then we also have um, a community um, where you can answer questions and the different level um, that you enroll in actually comes with different level of support. So we have a self-study course at a little bit of a lower price that is meant for those DIYers who really feel like I'm tech savvy enough to figure this out on my own. I don't need a ton of support. Uh, let me just understand uh, the process. Uh, and then we have a supported VIP tier where people get monthly group coaching along with the course and more community interaction and things like that. And then we also have a private uh, VIP version at a little bit higher price where people can also get some individualized uh, coaching sessions one-on-one. -on -one. Fantastic. That's great because, and, and can they upgrade along the way if they wanted to? Yes. Okay. They can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great because sometimes I think it's so important, um, you know, people can get started and that's great, but then they it sort of <laughs> opens a can of worms. It's like, oh, I think I need a little right. bit of help. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know until you get in there and start pulling at it, right? So, it. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. So um, what sort of feedback and things like that have you had from people um, that have done the course that they've been able to get through and, um, and what they've accomplished and how they feel from that? Yeah, the feedback has been really great. And I think that's why the course is still around. You know, it's been around for five years now and it's been going strong. It sells more and more every year as everybody feels overwhelmed with their photos. And uh, the biggest feedback that I get, I think, is that, oh, wow, like the takeaways. I didn't know how much there was to learn about this. And, you know, I thought I would be able to figure it out on my own, but I did need that support. Um, but I want to say that we, we, we have a really good um, success rate. Um, and I don't think I've ever given a refund for anybody who's ever been dissatisfied with anything. That's it's always been very positive. Yeah. 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 So how do you deal, just knowing that it's been around for five years, how do, and obviously technology changes <laughs> a lot in that time, um, how do you deal with the updates just with the platforms and the programs and things like that? Yeah, it's a full-time job, isn't it, to <laughs> keep track of all the updates and changes that happen. Uh, but, yeah, I re-record things as things change, and I uh, make sure that everybody has access to those upgrades. So as the course continues to change over time, people have access to that and they can follow along. And um, every time there's an OS upgrade, um, we usually make updates to the course. And uh, uh, that's quite a big job, even that. But I feel like that's important because a lot of people will come into the course, complete it, get organized. And then two years later, something has changed and then they want to revisit the material or understand what's different. And then they come back to us and perhaps even upgrade for more support or just rewatch all the videos that we have. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's actually a big job, but it's also a big perk. And I think that's why my course is always a little bit higher priced than some of the other options that are out there. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. That's fabulous. And, um, and just one quick one before we go, if you can just um, give us an overview of what they would 
so if someone was thinking, because our listeners are very, um, you know, we've got a whole range from all over the world. Um, mm-hmm. So if you could just, in a quick summary, give who your ideal person would be that would be really suitable for what you're what you're offering in this course because I know I mean I haven't done the full course myself but I've looked at all the modules I know Chantelle has haven't you Chantelle yes yes yeah um and it's just fabulous and you know I just think there's so much detail in there it really is it's so thorough um, but if you, if our listeners are out there, you know, listening to, to you hear about your course, who would you say your, your ideal person would be? I think the ideal person is somebody who is motivated and ready to actually tackle this and who is willing to invest a little bit of time and uh, money and effort into their family history collection. Somebody who's interested in leaving a legacy and not just um, getting some tasks done. Uh, Somebody who's really in love with family history and I think wants to uh, give that as a gift to their family. And um, as Chantal knows, we have a whole module on digital basics. So I feel like we are well suited for uh, beginner to intermediate, especially Mm -hmm. just because we are so thorough to make sure that everybody starts off knowing all those basics that you need to know before you start moving files around. So um, we also have a very supportive community and we spend a lot of time supporting our students. So people who are intimidated by technology or um, just feel like they struggle to understand the overall sort of um, universe of that, I think would be a great candidate for this. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm really thrilled that you are um, a part of our, our course creators. Um, and we just really support you and what you're doing. And um, thanks so much for coming on and sharing with the listeners. And hopefully that will inspire them to go and have a look at what you have to offer. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Wonderful. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'd love to welcome Casey and Casey is from an amazing company called Miss Freddie. So there's obviously a story behind that, Casey. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We would love for you to share a little bit about yourself and maybe a bit about the interesting name that you have for your business and um, how you got started in this fabulous industry. Sure. So my name is Casey Von Stein, but Most people call me Miss Freddie because that is the name of my business. And I started actually as a family photographer. Well, I started in professional photography. I did all sorts of different kinds of photography. And then when I decided to specialize in families and young kids portraiture, I needed a name that was easy to say. And my name is Casey Von Stein. It's a confusing last name with a little lowercase V and a capital S and a space. And I was like, you know, this isn't going to work for kids. So my nickname since birth has been Freddie. I looked like Fred Flintstone. When I was born, I had this really thick, dark hair and, and dark eyes. And, and my parents started calling me Fred right from birth. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to embrace this. Finally, I'm going to become Miss Freddie. And that was so easy for kids to remember. Mm -hmm. And then I naturally transitioned into the photo organizing side of things. When um, we moved across the country, I left my photography business in Seattle. We set up our home here in Colorado and, and it's hard to rebuild a photography business. And so I was like, I wonder what kind of services I can offer that complement photography. Maybe people need help scanning photos or organizing their photos or um, making books like albums. And so I kept the name Miss Freddie because that was just me and uh, (laughs) that's my brand. But now it is me full-time photo organizer, not, I don't do the photography anymore, but I'm still, and probably will always be Miss Freddie. (laughs) That's great. I love it. So um, our lovely listeners are DIY photo organizers. There's a whole range of um, 
areas that people are in and we have our five golden rules that we we help people through their organizing journey but one thing that we um, would love to know to help people that are are wanting to organize their photos themselves and like you say there's a whole range of different reasons why that sort of starts and different stages that people are at and we know of your courses and we think they're fabulous. And so could you give our fabulous listeners just some ideas on the types of courses, maybe your main flagship course, um, and just some of the benefits and things that that is that, um, and the reasons why you develop them and what, what um, how they could also benefit from them? Yeah, it, it's funny how I landed in teaching courses. So I was, like I said, a photographer and I was looking for content to put on my blog to help my clients and attract new clients or hopefully in like young moms, young family stage. And so just from interactions with my friends and things, I knew that people had no clue what to do to organize their photos or back them up. They were overwhelmed by their camera rolls and they would look to me sometimes as a photographer for advice or what cloud service did I, did I suggest? And I actually felt like I was a little out of place in the photography world as a photographer, because almost all photographers, if you've known them are very creative, not very organized (laughs) in nature. Some of us were. And so I, I would often work with other photographers too. And I was like, wow, you really don't have any organization in place or any cloud backups. Like I'm, I'm, I'm scared for you. I want you to, I would like help them when I would find out that they didn't have any idea what they were doing. So I realized that I had a different skill set than other moms, my age and other photographers. And I was like, I need to start writing blog content to help give simple tutorials or, you know, overviews tips for organizing your photos. And, and that blog content was so much more popular than photography related content. And it spiraled into, I need more help. You know, I need, I need actual step-by-step tutorials. And it, it turned into what is now my backup bootcamp course. And backup bootcamp is by far my most popular course because it, I call it a choose your own adventure. You basically come into the course, decide what kind of cloud service you're going to use. And it leads you through a framework And you watch the videos that apply to you. So if you're a PC user, you will watch the PC videos. If you're a Mac user, you watch the Mac videos. If you decided to use Dropbox as your cloud service, you'll watch those videos. It leads you through the workflow and the framework and it, it, it suits everyone. So it is a nice structure to follow. I can go over the structure really quick. Basically my, they probably are your golden rules. It's about getting all of your pictures into one place on a, on a digital photo hub, just get it all centralized. Then it helps you evaluate for the duplicates. Then it helps you get a nice structure in place by year and month typically. And then it helps you get a backup in place so that you're not reliant on just one copy. So no matter what your starting position is, you're, you could have photos all over the place on 10 plus sources. Your camera roll could have 100,000 plus items on it. You can follow this workflow, I've used it on clients of all sizes and you can follow the same pattern and the same workflow start to finish and end up with, oh, such relief, like so much joy in the relief of having your photos all in one place and backed up. So then you can actually do something fun with them after you get that out of the way. Exactly, which is actually our fifth golden rule, do something with your photos, exactly. And look, I've I've been through your course, um, Casey, and it is exactly that. Can you help us, um, people that are listening that say they don't know sort of what to use or they don't know which backup, what, how do you help them sort of choose their own adventure, so to speak? Yeah. The very beginning is here's the pros and cons of, of the major cloud services to help you narrow down which one works for you. That is often a paralyzing decision. People feel like they don't know there's so many options and they're constantly hearing one's better than the other. And then they hear the reverse of that. And what should I do? I don't want to make a decision and then not be able to change down the line. And so really though, you got to get, you just have to make the decision before you can make any progress. You have to decide and then you can follow all the videos and the tutorials to get results. That's exactly what people struggle with, making those decisions because they don't know what's out there <laughs> and the pros yes. and the cons and they don't really see or, or know about 
what is the consequence if I go that way or the other way? So you covered that all. And uh, so mm -hmm. really from what you're telling us that the course is also, you know, it doesn't matter what you use, whether you're Mac or Windows, it's really suitable for everybody, right? Yeah, I believe, I truly believe it's for everybody. I, have, I constantly have people sending me emails or messages well, you know, my situation's a little unique. And I'm like, no, it's actually, it's actually not. Everybody's situation is the same. Their photos are all over the place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody wants to believe like, oh, well, mine, mine is worse. Mine is, the, is a bigger mess than you've ever seen. But no. <laughs> okay, just, just as an aside, tell us, what is the biggest mess you've ever seen? <laughs> Oh gosh. What's the gauge that people I'm not going to name okay, I'm not going to name names but um <laughs> when I am working with a client they all start the same. They all say, "Oh, I'm going to be I'm going to be your biggest mess yet. I'm so embarrassed. I swear my house is so clean and orderly and and I just don't even want to show you my photos." And everyone starts with that. Um and I've had people who said that who ended up being my complete easiest project ever. And I've had people who said that who truly were the worst project. Um, worst meaning the, the biggest mess to begin with, not that they were a difficult client. Um, and so I'm dealing with one right now that we, we started with 2.5 million files. So we filled a 14 terabyte drive collecting all the sources. Wow. And then um, through, du through duplicate removal, we got it down to three terabytes. So 11 terabytes of just duplicates wow that, that was a pretty that was a pretty big mess <laughs> okay so and the so workflow the backup boot camp workflow worked for that one that is see there's it testimony right there. <laughs> yeah i don't think many people who are listening might feel like they have 2.5 million files but <laughs> but maybe okay. yeah that yeah. is like a whole year's worth of clients that would be their total that's yeah. huge yeah that's yeah. true they need a little bit of help for that one. <laughs> yeah. But even oh, still, yeah. though, the system, and I think that's the thing about the courses that you have, um, it's just really a step by step and step through. And so, you know, sometimes one step may take a lot longer for someone who's got a lot more stuff, but it's still the same step. Yes. Oh, because like duplicate removal, for example, usually takes a couple hours, maybe overnight. Uh, for a, for a larger collection for this client of 2.5 million, it took us several weeks to do duplicate removal. So the process is always the same. The settings are the same. The, the workflow, the tutorials are the same. The amount of time will vary based on what's being yeah. processed, how big your collection is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So backup bootcamp. Now the next one, what other type of things do you have um, as well? Because I know you've got a few others that you, um, once people have say stepped into that backup book up first, um, what other things do you also help people through with as far as courses? I'm sure you guys get the same question all the time that I get. Like I have so many projects which one do I start with? I have boxes of photos. I have boxes of slides. I have videotapes I want to convert. I have books I want to make for XYZ occasion. And I have digital photos that are a mess. I get this question all the time. And my advice, which probably is your advice is start, let's start with the digital. Let's get everything collected. Let's get a structure in place. Let's get a backup system in place because the digital files are honestly the most vulnerable ones. It's so much more likely that your phone is going to get stolen or crash uh, rather than like, you know, something's going to wipe out your box of photos. So I tell people to start with the digital, which is backup bootcamp. And then when you're finished with that, it's, it's so much easier to tackle scanning as your next project. So you can take those boxes of photos and my course is called organizing old photos. And it leads you through how to use various scanners to digitize all of your memorabilia and your physical memories from the past. And if you've done backup bootcamp first, you know exactly where to put those new digital files you're creating and they get backed up automatically with your digital backups. And so it just, it's a simpler task to tackle after your digital house is all in order. So that's the second step I recommend for people. And then the third step, which you could, you could interchange these two actually would be my family yearbooks course that's the fun. That's the fun stuff we were talking oh, that's about. That's a great one. I love that course. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now that you've got your photos organized yeah, into like a book that your kids can enjoy or that you can yeah. give someone for a gift for an occasion. Like that's just the mm. fun stuff is paging through 
books. So um, if that is a priority to you over scanning, then you could do that right away after backup bootcamp. You don't have to do it in exactly this order. That's just usually what I recommend. Yeah. And that's what everyone's after, the books. Don't they? Yeah. Everyone wants books. <laughs> that's really popular. Yeah. yeah. It is. And do you offer sort of um, support through, like if someone's in the course and they're going through and they have questions and things like that, what, how do you manage those with, um, with people if they're to take up on your, uh, your, any of your courses? I think that's what really makes Backup Bootcamp unique is I have a built-in chat feature on the website. So on all of the lesson pages, there's a little chat icon in the top corner and it's a, it opens a messenger and you're talking to me. So if you get stuck, oh, I got this strange error message uh, when I tried to do this copy and paste, what does this mean? I will, I'm the one replying, it opens like a chat window. And so I reply, I work in there answering support questions Monday through Friday. Um, and that's pretty unique. I don't know a lot of online courses where you have access to the course creator like that, but it, it felt really important to me for Backup Bootcamp because it is so technical and everybody's situation is just a little bit unique, you know, with how everything's set up. And so while I've tried to be very thorough in Backup Bootcamp, um, you know, it's technology, things come up yeah. that are unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can pop me a note in the chat that is that's a free built-in feature in the course then if you need more support like you really get stuck and you feel like oh I'm, I just don't think the chat can cut it I would really like you to take control of my computer via screen share you can book a consult with me I do screen sharing consults where you know we screen share I take control of your mouse and I help double check your work some people book those when they're finished with boot camp so that I can just give them a gold star and check, check their work. Um, or if you get stuck and, and, and things got a little complicated, you could, you could book a consult to work through that. Not, not many students need that, but it's there if, if you have a little bit of a hurdle to get over. Yeah. Once they're in your program, um, you know, we all know how quickly software changes. Do you constantly yeah. sort of upgrade the content and do they keep the access like a lifelong access? Yes, I just have one backup bootcamp course. So when things change, that is the course. That's where I upload the new videos or different updates that need to happen. So once you have access to backup bootcamp, you have access to future versions. And usually changes are pretty minor, but they kind of accumulate over time. So I find it's, it looks like it's about every two years I have to completely refilm re backup bootcamp, either with things that I've learned to make it easier or just because the software company decided to completely change the way their interface looks, <laughs> which <laughs> happens. Um, so yes, it does include future updates um, once, you, once you buy in. And then the final lesson of Backup Bootcamp is a maintenance lesson where you, you know, find out how, what you do. It's called annual maintenance. What you do annually just to make sure everything is running smoothly and everything's backed up. And um, so you can come back and reference that as long as you need then yeah yeah because we tend to forget if we don't do things all the time yes it's like how do i do that again yes yeah. <laughs> yes that's right they can just go back to their login and and jump in so it's not an mm -hmm. annual sort of a thing it's just a, a one-time purchase when they when they purchase yes. a course with you yeah awesome. fabulous wonderful so was there anything else Chantel, that you wanted to ask is there anything oh, else? I think all the questions for you. Yeah. It sounds really, really good. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Wonderful. Thanks. So we'll put all the links and everything um, in on the partner page. Was there anything else, Casey, you'd like to just mention before we uh, we head off? Yes, I'll make sure to make you guys a, a $10 off discount code so that, so that your listeners can use that um, on the website. So we'll, I'll make sure that we include that on the partner page then. Oh, so it's wonderful. Right there. Thank you. That's fabulous. Sure. That's great. Well, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And I know I've taken your courses and I think they're wonderful. So I really encourage um, our listeners to head on over and um, jump through the, the links on the page so that you can find Casey, Miss Freddie, and, <laughs> um, and have a look through her courses. They're really well worth it. So Thank thanks you. so much for joining us, Casey. It's been really great having you on the podcast today and seeing you and um, being able to share your fabulous courses with everyone. Thank you.
Thanks. All right. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. So that wraps up the three courses. That's all the three courses. Isn't that fantastic, Chantel? It is. I'm really, really excited that we can offer that to our listeners now because you are a do-it-yourself photo organizer. So, you know, that hopefully gives you a few more options. If you do need more help than what we give you possibly in the podcast, because obviously it is hard and limited through a podcast to sort of direct you through the steps and to, especially when it comes to the technical issues, you know, we can't demonstrate on the screen how things work, but these three course creators, they have done that for us and we are huge fans in case you haven't, <laughs> this hasn't yeah. yet. <laughs> and it, yeah, we're really, really excited to have them on board. And we yeah. thank them enough. You know, we also know that there is an just an incredible amount of work that goes into the course creation. And we're glad they do that for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think it's wonderful hearing from them because, you know, it's their, you know, their, it's their babies really, you know, it's their heart and soul that they put into it. And all three are so different. You would have heard, I'm sure, through listening to each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would really encourage you to just go onto our courses website um, on the on our DIY photoorganizing.com.au website um, and go, click on the courses page and just have a look at their little profiles. We've just got a little bit there about each of the courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, click on the links and you'll be taken straight to their individual courses. Um, and then you can learn a little bit more about them there and make some decisions and look of course if it's something that's suitable for you um you know we're always here to you know to give different advice along the way in our podcast we're not going anywhere (laughs) um but we just we just know that a lot of people do need that extra um detail in their courses in in um in their learning and so these courses are a great opportunity to uh, to do that so so we would just like to thank adam and Caroline and Casey for coming on today and for sharing all about their courses. So thank you very much. And um, and look, we really hope again that this has provided some, yeah, some options for you. Um, so go check it out. And as always, oh, don't forget, leave us a review <laughs> if you would like to. Um, you know, we're always open to feedback. We love that. Um, email us or get in touch through any of our social media channels. And I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Photos in Order. Thanks so much for tuning in and happy photo organising. See you. Bye.